continuing to bless us all. We are so happy to be here, my wife and myself. And we love what God is doing here at Harbour City. Shall we give a club offering to the Lord and also bless our sister? She's, she's so wonderful. God bless you. God bless you. Then, uh, Sister Blessing, when I was sitting down quietly and listening to her voice, the anointing upon the voice is like I was hearing. Dinah Hamilton or something like that. Why is the blessing? Oh, yeah. May the Lord continue to increase your anointing. Church, it is good to be at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, uh, this morning we talk about whether your name is a key or padlock. But this afternoon, we are trending another course. And I just, want to, I just want to encourage each other to continue to avail ourselves for the master's use. So the Lord is in need of us. The Lord is in need of you. Oh, I thought you would say amen to that. When we yield our life completely to him, he will use us mightily in this generation. Remember, we have only one generation to serve. You see, when the music was going on, uh, I saw the way Pastor John and our brothers and sisters, the way you were dancing. Some of us, too, were dancing differently down here. Yeah, because gradually, we are aging. It is good to serve the Lord when you are young. Oh, the amen is weak. So avail yourself for the master's use. So God is in need of us, but he wants us dead and at the same time alive. So I'm sharing with you a message I've entitled, Wanted Dead and alive. You are wanted dead and at the same time alive. Hardly will you find a poster when the police are looking for someone who has committed a crime. All they need is that they want that person alive, isn't it? So that if they are able to arrest that person, he or she will be arranged before the court and answer some questions. But when we come to Christ, God wants us dead. He wants us dead to sin. Dead to serve. But at the same time, he wants us alive for service. Oh, if you understand this important, I'm done. We, we will close very soon. So, I, I want our scripture evening to be taken from Romans chapter 12 from the New Living Translation. Give it up for, 
for the media team. They are wonderful. Have the NLT, Romans chapter 12, verses 1. Romans chapter 12, verse 1, I read in Jesus' name. And, and so, dear brothers and sisters, mm. I plead with you to give you bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, <laughs> the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn... Please, you see, we have to follow it carefully. So, because of all the things God has done for us, the reason why the Apostle Paul is making this appeal to all of us through the Holy Spirit is that we must always consider what the Lord has done for us. Amen. I'll come back to that and tell you that those of us who are serving in this generation, those of us who are worshiping God under this dispensation, we are highly favored Amen. because it wasn't easy. Amen. The people of old, the kinds of offerings that they needed to give in order for petty, petty sins to be forgiven wasn't easy. They had a whole lot of offerings. When you read Leviticus, the book of Leviticus, you realize that they were given so many kinds of offerings. They were given sin offering, uh, guilt offering, peace offering. Uh, they, they, they gave so many offerings, in, even including jealousy offering. You say, it's in the Bible. Men were requested to bring jealousy offering. If you think your wife, you think she is not faithful, there was a kind of offering you, you had to prepare and bring to the priest so that they call your wife and ask her whether she is faithful or not. There were so many implications. Now, Considering all the types of offerings that were being given in the old dispensation, it pleased the God Almighty to send his Savior, Jesus Christ, to come and die for us once and for all. And that is why the Apostle Paul is saying that. Considering all what God has done for you, he is appealing to you to offer your life as a living sacrifice. Oh, are you understanding me? We must be wholeheartedly willing to offer our lives as a living sacrifice. So God wants you dead to flesh. He wants you dead to serve, but he wants you alive for service. Let's continue. Go on. The kind of the kind he will find acceptable. Yeah, in some of the in some of the uh, Bible versions, even the old NLT, the Apostle Paul will ask you, uh, because of all the, the things that God has done for you, offer yourself as a living sacrifice. Then he will pose the question: Is this so difficult to ask? And the answer is no, because of what God has done for us. 
because of what Jesus has done on the cross. You are studying the cross, isn't it? Yeah, because of all the things that Jesus has done on the cross, we must offer our lives as a living sacrifice. Yes, continue. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, mm. which is good and pleasing and perfect. Mm. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, mm. I give each of you this warning. Mm. Don't think you are better than you really are. Mm. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given you. Mm. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, mm. so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body, and we all belong to each other. In this grace, in his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. Mm. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Those of you who have received prophetic gifts, all of us can prophesy. Even as, as I'm sharing the word. The Holy Spirit through me can give you a prophecy. Oh, the amen is weak. But if you are given a prophecy, the Bible says you must do it with faith. Yes, your faith must be up so that you can bring what God really wants us to hear. Everyone is unique. In the house of God, everybody is important. Together, we must transform and possess the nations for Christ. Go on, my brother. Verse 7. Mm. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. Mm. If you are a teacher, teach well. Mm. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. Mm. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Mm. Don't just pretend to love others. Don't just pretend to love others. There are some people, their love is what I call cosmetic love. It is no love at all. They've put cream <laughs> on the love. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Tell your neighbor, don't pretend to love others. Really love them. Yeah, don't. You see, I, I, I like, I, I, I love this. Yeah, go on. Uh, I will finish now. Really love them. Mm. Hate what is wrong. Mm. Hold tightly to what is good. Mm. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Mm -hmm. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Yes, you serve the Lord enthusiastically. Never be lazy. There are some people, for you, the young ones, you are not lazy. Yeah, may God bless. Yes, you, 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 you are hardworking people. Because some of you are coming from ACC. Yes, give the Lord a club offering. I, I love your zeal. And may the Lord bless you for that. Yeah. Because, yeah, we, 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 are, we are living with uh, ACC presiding at a junior. Yeah, junior is my, my last but one born. Yeah. I, I named him after myself. That's why he's called Junior. But when it, it gets to the weekend, we don't see him. On Fridays, you see he will move his car. But Sundays, we hardly see him. From morning 
Tonight, Dickon Isaac, where is he? Our transport. Uh, is he around? Uh, oh, yeah, I think he, he went to Den Hague for another program. And all our brothers who are helping with the gospel buses, you are so wonderful. Oh, I say you are so wonderful. The music team, most of you, from you've given the whole Sunday as a service to God. And my God, who sees everything, will continue to enlarge your territory. This is true. Allowing God, the love of God, and serving him enthusiastically. You work hard, hard for the Lord, and hard for the community. Let's go on. Never be lazy, but work hard. Verse 12. Yeah. Rejoice in our confident hope. Yes. Be patient in trouble mm. and keep on praying. Mm. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Mm. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Mm. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. Mm. And don't think you know it all. Mm. Never pay back evil with more evil. Mm. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Mm. Do, all that you can, do all that you can to live in peace with, each, with everyone. Mm. Dear friends, never take revenge. Mm. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. Mm. For the scripture says, I will take revenge, I will pay them back, says the Lord. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless his word. You are wanted dead and at the same time alive. When you, you study the book of Romans carefully, you realize that the Apostle Paul deducted so many Christian doctrines from the book of Romans. He made so many arguments about the working of grace. And to him, what you believe and how you behave should be the same. Are you hearing me? What you believe and how you behave is inseparable because doctrines should detect the way we live and act. So considering everything that the Lord Jesus has done, the Old Testament sacrifices, animals were used as offerings. They had to kill them before they put them on the altar to be burned to atone for various kinds of sins. And now, the Apostle Paul is saying that Jesus Christ came to die for us once and for all. And because of that, he has done everything that needed to be done. So he is appealing to those who have believed in his name to sacrificially offer their lives and themselves as living. Because when you offer yourself as a living sacrifice, and you are not dead to sin and flesh. 
there is the tendency that when we put you on the altar and the fire begins to burn, you will crawl off the altar. Are, are you understanding me? The reason why the appeal is that we have to be dead to sin and flesh. Because sacrificially, you are now giving your life a living sacrifice. And the other time I was explaining somewhere that when we talk about sacrificial giving, when you say someone has given his or her life sacrificially, it is the ecstasy of giving our best to the person we love the most. Sacrifice. Giving your best to the one we love the most. And I believe that the one we love the most is our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, the army this week. So, if we have to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, then it's my prayer that I will be dead to flesh. Other than that, when I am put on the altar and the heat begins to burn, you will see me gradually crawling off. I'm going away because I can't take the heat. You crawl off the altar. But God wants you to remain on the altar. If you remember everything that the Lord has done for you, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through who? Through who? Through who? Hallelujah. And for this reason, we must offer our bodies. So God is looking for us, still wanting us dead, but alive. Alive for service. Doing everything that we can to spread his name abroad. Not becoming ashamed of the gospel. We are living in a world where if you don't take time, it will be even difficult for you to tell your identity to your neighbors. But Harbour City, we are not ashamed of the gospel of Lord Jesus Christ. Because we know it is the power of God unto salvation. To those who believe. That name, that wonderful name, which is a key. Helping us to unlock every closed doors. May we offer our lives sacrificially to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So sometimes when people complain that, oh, nowadays in this dispensation, uh, the church is about offering, offering. No, 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 no. If people could give jealousy offering, then we haven't reached any, anything yet. They were required to pay their tithes faithfully. A couple of weeks ago, those of you who came to leadership school, I even demonstrated to you how God wanted them to give their tithes. When you read Leviticus chapter 27, verse 30 to the end, God was telling the people of Israel that everything, because they were shepherds, they were shepherds, everything that came from their pen where the sheep, the sheep are kept, if they are giving tight, God gave the requirement that the farmers should take nine sheep 
And the 10th one is holy <laughs> to the Lord. We demonstrated eh? And we had a wonderful, we are all the sheep of his pasture, so we, we demonstrated very well. And people, because human beings are so clever, they think they can beat God, they were still exchanging. That's why God gave the instructions to Moses that anything that passes through the rod of the shepherd should not be changed. It is holy. You see, when you believe in God and trust in him, he is able to do exceedingly abundantly than what we can even imagine. One of the things that amazes me about God is that when the people of Israel were redeemed from Egypt to the promised land, when they got to a place where they cried for food and the Lord gave them manna, there was instructions concerning how they should pick the manna and also bake it. The instructions was that daily, every day, everybody should go out and pick the daily use of the manna. You shouldn't take more for tomorrow because we are serving Jehovah Jerry, the one who provides. Amen. But still, these people didn't believe him. So, people will go and gather and gather more to themselves and hide the rest of the manna in their tent, thinking that by tomorrow, if we come and we can't find any, we will enjoy it ourselves. But when you read the scripture carefully, whether you took a, a whole full bowl, like the size of this drum, or as little as this, when you use it to bake, the weight is the same. The weight is the same. And those who kept some overnight, by the next morning, it will rot, it will stink in their tents. Yet, when you study the Ark of the Covenant, the box that was leading the people of Israel, that became the symbol of God's presence. In the box, God asked Moses to keep the tablet of stone, Aaron's rod that bedded, and a sample of the manna he gave them. But wonderfully, this manna was kept for so many years. It was not getting rotten. But when people hide the manna one day, the next morning, it will turn to maggots. You see, the secret of working with God is trusting him and obeying him. The secret of working with God is to trust and obey him. Church, as we avail ourselves for his use, may we continue to trust him. Keep trusting him. Tell your neighbor, trust him, trust him, trust him. Difficult times will come. Yes, the whole of last year, it wasn't easy for me. 
But the name Jesus has kept me alive. Amen. When the saints kept praying for me, the Lord listened to the prayers of his people. And here I am today. You haven't seen anything yet. God has not finished with us. Oh, hallelujah. So don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world. Go back. But let the word of God transform you by the way you think. This is what the Bible is saying. Change your life. Let God's word transform you by the way you think. Think about God's word. Think of what he can do. Think of what he can use you to do. I tell you, one idea from the Lord can turn your life around forever. Just one idea from the Lord. We are serving the Lord who is able. So, practically, please, media team, just, just put the scripture on top of me. I, I will end now. Yeah, Romans, Romans 12. I just love it in NLT. The meaning is simple. If you have to love people, love them truly from your heart. Cosmetic love should be abolished. Are you hearing me? There are some people, they pretend to love, but they have no love at all. But we thank the Lord that because the Holy Spirit is living in us, God pours his love through the Holy Spirit into our hearts so that we can love people genuinely. Hallelujah. Because he wants you alive, you must love genuinely. You see, there is this quote from Shakespeare that I love so much. I don't know why. I will repeat it again. Shakespeare that great philosopher said something. And this is what he said. He said, I always feel happy. You know why? Because I don't expect anything from anyone. See, expectations hurt. Sometimes when you think, oh, he should have done this. He should have done this. She should have done this. You'll be expecting so many things. And according to Shakespeare, he says, expectation hurts. Life is short. The lives we have in this world, I tell you, for you, you this is a young church. But in the next hundred years, should Jesus tarries, those of us here, I don't think when we are coming to Harbour City, the young ones who will be jumping there will be opening the doors for us. Because when we come around, we will disturb them. By the next hundred years, me, myself, and my wife, we are gone a long time. Yeah, because I, when I go two weeks, I'll come for her. <laughs> By the next hundred years. So this is the only generation we have. You see, I want to make a point that this is the time you can serve the Lord best. So don't expect... Anything that will disturb your peace. Life is short compared to eternity. 
When we go to be with the Lord, we will stay with him forever and ever. But on this earth, even if the Lord blesses you to attain the age of Methuselah, you will still one day go. So love your life and love the Lord. Be happy and keep on smiling. To Shakespeare, he says, just live for yourself. But I'm adding this, live for God and yourself. And, and make sure to transform lives around you. And he says something. That before you speak, there are so many challenges in most marriages because we don't listen to each other. But before you speak, you listen. Be a good listener. And before you write, you must think. People are found just write, writing the wrongs of others, but they never put on the good of others. Before you pen something down, especially in relationships, be careful. Other than that, you keep referring 2007, you did this, and during the COVID, the same date you did this, no, leave everything to God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And before you spend, end. Am I communicating? A lot of people are in financial bondage because we spend without thinking how we will pay. You see, as the wealth system is becoming so flexible, as they write to you to give you the credit cards and the debit cards and what have you, the American Express, blah, blah, blah. When you go to U.S., some people, they have these kinds of cards, maybe 10. And when you have the money on them, sometimes it tells you what to do. We are advised to invest in stocks, not in stuffs. So before you spend, you must earn. Other than that, after you spend, you have to pay back with the interest. If you want to try, make sure that just try that your, your credit card, if you have maybe 10,000 on it, if you like, consume all and see the interest they will take before you pay the actual. So, in order to be happy, let this become a principle before you spend and, and before you pray, you must forgive. Before you pray, forgive. Because we are taught in the Lord's Prayer that we must forgive others so that God will forgive us. Don't try to be hypocrite. Like the Pharisee who went to the house of God to pray and saw a task collector also praying. The, task, the Bible says that the task collector could not even look up unto heaven. 
because he is just imagining everything that he has done wrong. But this Pharisee who thought he was self-righteous was calling God at the very temple where this guy was praying that, Lord, I thank you I'm not like this. I thank you. He is thanking God that he is not like that man. Because those days, when the Bible, when you are reading the New Testament and you hear sinner, sinner, sometimes it refers to those who were tax collectors. The Zacchaeus group. People didn't like them at all. But he has gone to the temple to pray. And this man says, God, me, I do this, I do that, I'm not like this man. The Bible says the two of those two who prayed, who, who do you think the Lord answered his prayer? Church, before you pray, forgive. Don't let bitterness live in your heart for years. It is renting your heart, but does not pay rent. Forgive. Don't let anything bitter root grow in your heart. Every day you pray to God, why can't you forgive others? What I keep saying is that you have to look at the other side of the coin. If you think this one has wronged you, this one has wronged you, this person has wronged you, have you turned the coin around and also asked yourself how many people you have offended? Pastor John, the amen is so weak, so I will end here. Before you hurt someone, you must feel it. Before you hurt, you hurt your partner. Before you hurt your child, feel it. What you want others to do to you, you must do to others. So don't try to hurt others. Feel the hurt. Your actions may bring hurt. It's not good. And before you hate, you must love. And before you quit, try. Don't just quit. Because you did it, it wasn't okay. You want to lose hope. No, keep on trying. Because Christ is living in you. Keep trying. And before you die, you must live. Church, God wants you dead and alive. Consider everything that the Lord has done for you and offer yourself, be willing to be a living sacrifice on the altar. But I want to caution you when the heat becomes strong, don't crawl off. May the Lord bless his word.